Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to the You Don't Own Me podcast. My name is Juliana J, and I am your host. Today, we're just going to be talking about um, pep talks, challenges, things we need to do for each other and ourselves in order to make it through this journey, which um, is quite a wild ride, I must say. Um, The first thing we're going to be talking about is really um, some self-care. I think it's really important that um, we all engage in self-care. And to be quite honest, I didn't even believe any of this until very recently. Um, People would ask me, what do you do for self-care? And I would say, uh, oh, I do stuff like um, I... uh, clean under the bed or I, you know, um, I'm learning French while I'm driving home from work, you know, cause my commute's so long or, um, things like that. But really, uh, what I was thinking of was quote unquote self-care were actually just these tasks I needed to do. And I was putting them in this self-care category just so I could call it self-care, even though, you know, it wasn't. Right. So. And I think a lot of us do that because our lives are so busy. You know, if you're a parent and you're working and uh, you also have uh, friends or family, people you need to give some time to, then, you know, forget about the whole social media and all of that crap that you need to keep up with all the time and be on and um you know, you're looking at it, you're everybody's curated lives look so fantastic. And here you are with spit up in your hair and uh, a crying baby in your arm. And you still have papers to go through before you can go to bed that you took home from work. And um, everything's just so hard. You know, you got to give some time to your partner. Maybe you won't, maybe, um, you're doing it all on your own and then you can times it by a hundred, you know, it, when do you have the time to do anything for yourself? Uh, and I really didn't do anything for myself ever until I quit my job and I had nothing else to do. And that's really, um, when I started on my self-care journey, uh, actually it was more or less like I, uh, I went on a quest to find myself. I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore. I sort of had this crisis. You know, I was at that age in life, I guess, where you do have those types of crises. And um, that was embarrassing because I felt like, oh, you know, now I'm doing some sort of weird midlife bullshit. Uh, How embarrassing. How am I going to tell people I'm doing that? Um, That's a sign of weakness. I don't want to do that. You know, so I... um, you know, tried uh, to never address that, even though I'd been calling for it somewhere inside of me. I was calling for it for a while, but not until I quit my job did I ever look into any of this. And it became a like, uh, who am I? I don't even know who I am. What do I even like to do? I don't even know. Um, You know, just all of that. And uh, I think that that's really important. I think all the talk inside your brain 
it somehow fills up all the time that you would use for self-care. So for me, it was really hard to jump right into any kind of self-care because, you know, quite honestly, I didn't know how to stop this internal dialogue that was literally so uh, negative and weird that um, I couldn't even do self-care because that was in the way. And I think there's a lot of women out there who, you know, kind of suffer from the same thing, right? Um, How do you do self-care and actually be in the moment with it, even if you're giving yourself a oh, I'm going to do this luxurious face mask. The whole time you're putting it on, you're like, oh God, that was so stupid what I said at work today. And um, what should I do tomorrow to make up for it? And I'm so embarrassed and I'm just so stupid. What am I even doing in that job? How did I even get that job? You know, blah, blah, blah. When instead, you should be just enjoying putting on the mask and acknowledging the feeling of the mask and that you're doing this for yourself and that you're beautiful and, you know, just taking that time for quiet brain. But I think a lot of times, even when we're doing self-care, we are still letting the internal dialogue run in the background. And that is stressful. It doesn't help you with anything, really. And so my journey became first trying to figure out what is that internal dialogue? How do I quiet it down? Um, what, how did I get there? What is this from? Did I borrow it from other people or is it my own crap? Um, am I trying to be like everybody else? Did society do this to me? Did my past do this to me? Uh, what happened? And, um, I went on a quest, you know, I started thinking about people that influenced me in my early life when I was much more carefree and I didn't really uh, think about things like I do now. I didn't really feel like, oh God, you're such an imposter, you know, look at you, you, here you are in this fancy pants job, but you don't deserve to be here. You know, what the hell? People are going to find out. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. And it was um, challenging, right? So, uh, and I, I don't think I'm alone in these beliefs. I think that um, a lot of us really struggle all the time with this type of internal dialogue. I think one of the other issues really for me was the fact that uh I don't necessarily identify with a lot of things that women do normally. And I felt like uh, all these things I'm supposed to do for self-care, I don't even like them, but yet I'm doing them. So it's annoying me because I don't want to be doing a face mask. I would much rather want to be um, building a chicken coop or some thing like that, you know? I was trying to do self-care that maybe others enjoy, but I myself do not. And I don't have to subscribe to just because of the particular gender that I am. I think that's really a big problem with self-care is that it's become this buzzword, self-care. Are you, what are you doing for self-care? Self-care, everybody should take 10 minutes out of their day for self-care. Self-care. You know, but uh, what is self-care? We all... Uh, no, there's certain 
things everybody does for self-care that we should be doing, but what is it? And also, what if you're doing self-care, but it's also doing something like is yoga self-care? Because obviously you want to work out. Work out is one of your tasks that you do during the day. But if you're doing yoga, is that now um, self-care or is that working out? What about reading a book? Can you only read uh, things that are like uh, fiction or things that you won't learn anything from? Or if you're reading while you're, and learning, is that a task or is that self-care? That was another thing I was um, sort of confused about. Um, so literally, I took a year trying to do all these things that women do for self-care. I don't really enjoy a fair amount of them. So... Uh, I thought like, I don't know, maybe self-care is just not really for me. You know, then I really got into meditation and that allowed me to quiet my mind. And once I was able to quiet my mind, uh, so many things came into my purview that I was really unaware of about myself. And uh, it's just, there's just lots of stuff. Oh my gosh. I think once you get uh, to a certain age, you know, you know some stuff. You you know some stuff and you have, um, you've, you've figured out some things and other things you haven't. And um, it's weird. It's super weird. But um, I will definitely say that for this, time once I started to do meditation and I could really quiet my mind, I actually got kind of addicted to it and still am. Um, I would do meditation all the time if I could. It's such a glorious space to be in. It's so incredible. If any of you meditate and know what I'm talking about, or you're thinking of maybe starting to meditate, do it, my friends, do it. It is incredible. It's incredible. You, I can't even, I don't even have words for it. It's so great. So if that's um, something you've been wanting to do or thinking to do, just give yourself 10 minutes a day and start doing it. And um, you'll realize how powerful it is. So I started really doing that seriously. I'd done it for a long time, but mostly for um, certain things like chronic pain or, um, you know, that type of stuff, like uh, trying to calm my mind so I could go to sleep. I had a problem sleeping, um, going back to sleep, staying asleep, anxiety, um, pain, stress. I would do meditation for that, but I never really did it from for like just solely for myself, if that makes any sense whatsoever, because those other things are for myself too, but it was different. There was like a task. It was a task oriented um, and so after I really started doing meditation, I realized like, I don't have to do those self-care things. Other people are doing, I can find my own self-care, uh, things, you know, um, and then how am I going to define it? Is my yoga practice going to be, um, a workout, a task, or is it self-care or can it be both or, uh, can it change? And uh, what other things do I like to do that I can enjoy as self-care? And 
once I realized that I had the control over the self-care and I didn't have to let society tell me what self-care is, then I could really figure out what it is and what to do. And I think that's, you know, kind of the key for a lot of us because we are so task oriented for those of us who are really task oriented. I've got to get a lot of stuff done. People are counting on me. I don't want to look stupid. Um, I'm trying to get approval from others constantly all the time. Um, I need, uh, I never got approval from my parents. So now I'm searching for it everywhere all the time. Do people love me? Uh, why aren't I successful in all these areas of life? Uh, why don't I make enough money? Why don't I have a good relationship? You know, um, why am I so freaked out all the time to drive? Why am I so freaked out all the time to talk in public? What, you know, why do I have all this anxiety all the time? And, you know, it's all these things we do or we feel or we're experiencing and we just uh, don't stop and look at it. We just take it as a failure and move on. And um, I think that's just one of the big issues that we face in life, you know. Some of us, anyway, can't speak for everyone, but that's, you know, sort of where I found myself. So some of the things I do for self-care um, are kind of uh, funny, but... I allow myself the time to pet the dog or dogs. If there's more than one over here, cause you know, there's other dogs that come visit or I pet the cat and I allow myself to do that for a period of time and do nothing else and be fully present. You know, I meditate of course, um, which I said is just a space I like to be in. So um, and it's really brought me a lot of clarity and peace. Uh, and, um, I do other things like I might do some, uh, painting watercolors. I'm not good at it at all. So it always, um, it's a little bit of a frustration because I'd like to be better, but then again, I don't want to put the time in to be better. So it's trying to find the peace in the fact that this is it and this is where I want to be with it. And that's perfectly fine. Um, and I read, I read a lot. I read a lot of fiction. I do read a lot of nonfiction as well, but I just give myself that space. And the, you know, the other things I think are, are tasks I enjoy, but not, not self-care, you know, like uh, gardening or building something or, um, you know, house plants. I enjoy taking care of those things and doing those things, but, um, they're more of enjoyable tasks. So if you're wondering where to start with self-care, I think one of the easiest ways to start is to really make a list of things that you like to do, but you think are frivolous or um, unaffordable or uh, a waste of time, but you still secretly like them and also guilty pleasures. If your guilty pleasure, oh, this is another thing I do. Yeah, your guilty pleasure is listening to music that people would make fun of you for 
then that's self-care, giving your time yourself time to do that. Um, that was another thing. I really deprived myself of listening to music I wanted to listen to because either that was not music for my age group or uh, it was not what other people were listening to or my musician friends are going to make fun of me for listening to it or, um, you know, there's a lot of talk in um, social media and whatnot, making fun of this artist. And then I uh, just realized one day that was complete bullshit and I wasn't going to subscribe to it anymore. So um, now I make time to do that and it's great. And listening to podcasts that I don't necessarily learn anything from, uh, but uh, I really enjoy like uh, ghosts. I'm not, you know, I really enjoy listening to podcasts about ghosts, but um, I don't, uh, I'm not listening to them to learn something. I'm not taking notes and all of that and reviewing. Um, so I think those are some of the things. Um, and I think you just have to find what your things are, are. So after you make a list, you know, maybe pull out five things that you think are doable for you, but keep the list because you never know you might add or subtract something down the road because what you do for self-care today doesn't have to be the same thing as it'll be next week. It can change. So after you make the list, pull out like five things and try to do one or two of them and try to be just in the presence of doing it. If you're going to um, take a bath, be in the presence of taking the bath. Don't be in a bath and be thinking about work or the kids or stupid things you did, etc. Just try to spend whatever it is, that 10 minutes, 20 minutes, however long you are in the bath, of just being in the bath, just enjoying how the water feels, the warmth, the coziness, the candle you might have lit, uh, the bath salts and how they smell. Just use all your senses to kind of really get in the moment of it. And if you're going to read a book while you're in there, um, how great and luxurious that is. Um, oh, now I have to pause for a second while I help the dog get on the couch, which is one of my self cares, as I said before, petting the dog. So I'll be back in a sec. All right. I had to put the heating pad on for them too, because, uh, they wanted it. So how cute they are. Um, anyway, so do something like that. If you only have five minutes, do something like I do, you know, pet the dogs or the cat or, sit out in the sun for five minutes. That's a super great one because I mean, it's the sun, although you don't want to get cancer or anything like that, but you can sit somewhere where you can feel the warmth of the sun or feel the, you know, summer air or spring air, or if it's um, cold outside while you're listening to this, maybe you take a moment, five minutes under a blanket with your eyes closed, the eye pillow on, um, listening to music, or whatever, whatever your thing is, you know, do these things, maybe start small and work up to self-care that is um, just maybe a little bit longer, maybe more often, but um, it is really, really important. You know, a lot of us that live in our brains think we shouldn't be taking the time to do that kind of stuff, 
But yeah, we should be taking the time to do that stuff. You know, it's really, really important. And when you do, you can just decouple your busy, crazy life from yourself as a human being, decoupling all your tasks from who you are as a person right now on the earth. That's really what it's about, you know, Um, and being thankful, you know, finding some capacity to thank yourself for actually taking the time to check out and be, um, be there for just yourself and no one else. And I want to just throw this out here. Maybe uh, people are going to be like, that's not self-care. But I think one of the things about self-care can also be hanging out with friends, just taking that time to do that, to be out with friends, to not have an agenda, to not um, need to have anything happen or not happen as a consequence of it. You don't have to be like, I'm going to go out for happy hour with Joni, and, but I'm only going to spend 45 minutes there and only buy one drink and blah, blah, blah. Don't start totally limiting yourself on the self-care situation. I'm not saying you have to put yourself in debt or anything like that, but just don't even have those thoughts. You can just have one drink and not have to think to yourself, I'm limiting, only going to have one drink. You know, you don't have to decide... I'm only going to be there for 45 minutes because, you know, I got to limit myself. You can just not have that thought, but you can still leave in 45 minutes. You can still only have one drink. You can still, um, you know, meet them for a run instead or whatever it is you want to do. But you don't have to put barriers and limits and thresholds on your self-care You can just do it, enjoy it, and then move on. So that's kind of my advice. I definitely think you should make a list of all the things that you want to do in the self-care realm and uh, try a few of them and work up to something more, try new things, maybe try something you've heard about but never done and see if that's part of your self-care routine and let us know how it goes, you know. Um, what your journey is with that, because I think that we all have these moments of capacity where we can do a self-care thing. We might not even realize it or call it self-care, but then we don't do it again for two months, two years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it may be. Um, But anyway, it'd be great to learn everybody else's experiences with self-care and what they think about it because we can all learn from one another. So I'll sign off now because now the dogs need to go outside. But I want to let you know, I am sending you all love. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this rant on self-care. And I hope uh, to see you all again in the next one. Thanks so much. Love to all of you. 